Welcome to the Property Investors Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an upload. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Enjoy this week's show and don't forget to share it with all your friends. Hey, I'm Russell Leeds. Hey, I'm Ricky Mandel. And welcome to the Property Investors Podcast. On this week's show, the top 10 ways that you as a property investor should be using AI. Now, um, is AI something, obviously, or I know these are the ways that we use it on a regular basis. Are you one of those people that's scared of AI? Do you embrace AI? Do you think, what, 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 do, you, what do you think of it? I don't, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Some part of me's a little bit scared of it because of we don't know what it's capable of yet. It could grow. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm embracing it because it helps systemize business. I remember when I first saw ChatGPT, which is one of the tools we're going to talk about today, and it really did blow me away. In fact, all three of the we, 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 10 ways we're using three tools we're going to talk about today, all three of these tools blew my mind when I first saw them. When I first saw ChatGPT, which we're going to talk about first, it was as big a, a, a like a oh my goodness moment for me as like, the internet was. Yeah. The, the, the ones that stood out for me, the internet, when the internet first came, when I first realised what the internet was and how powerful the internet was, it was like, a, oh my goodness, this is like James Bond. But this in is, a few years, ChatGPT will be the norm. Well, it's, it kind of already is. It's kind of already becoming normal. I yeah. tell the other thing that blew me away when it first came out, sat-navs. I remember <laughs> my granddad telling me about sat-navs and the Tom technology Tom. behind it. Tom-toms. And he was like, they've got these new devices. It's like a map. So you've got like a screen with a map and it knows where you are on the map and you tell it where you want to go. It just tells you the way to go. I was probably about 14, 15. I just thought that is crazy. Like that is just, it is like James Bond. Don't you ever just think, oh, what's going to be the next thing? Well, you kind of think, well, there can't be, surely there can't yeah, be Yeah, no, else. I always think that. There can't be anything else. We've got maps, we've got chat GPT, we've got everything we could... But, but AI is that thing, right now. Using AI, and AI's been around for quite a long time. It's just, you know, like, if you look at, for example, like, Facebook ads, right? Yeah. That's all managed by AI. It's by, it's by rules, it's by a bot. It's just that, for the first time, normal people are being able to use AI, yeah. which is why it's so incredible. All right, so... Let's have a look then at the top 10 ways that we use AI in our property business, starting with ChatGPT. So ChatGPT is an amazing tool where basically you can uh, you, you download the app. I think I pay about £10 a month or something. Yeah. So it's not, not too expensive. It's pretty, well, for what it is, it's a bargain. But you down, download the app and you can basically ask it anything. So you can go on there and you can ask it to... Do whatever you want. So here are some of the ways that we use it. The first thing is to respond to emails. So if you get an email come through, you can literally copy and paste the email into ChatGPT and you can just say, respond to this email. So when you do that, do you take what ChatGPT gives you and mostly use it or do you take it and then take inspiration from it? Well, here's the thing. What I would say is ChatGPT is what... For example, if you just did what I just said, yeah. you just popped it in to respond to this email, it might respond in a way that you don't want it to. So it might, it might, you know, for example, if someone was saying, oh, can I view your property on this, this, that, and it was not available, ChatGPT is not going to know yeah. it's not available. So it's going to say a really nice response. But maybe, maybe that's the next step in 10 years' time. Well, it's already there. 
So what you can do is you can prompt ChatGPT. So you could say, respond to this email, tell them it's not available. Nicely. And it would say, hey, Ricky, thanks ever so much. Thanks ever so much for... What? Tell it to respond nicely. Yeah. So if you don't tell it to respond nicely... Does no, it, it would anyway. Does it respond in a really bad, rude way? It, it would anyway. But the more, the more information that you can give it about how to respond, the better. <laughs> So I always put, write it in British English. Did you type up, did you send it an email once and say, give me a reply? And it sent you one back really rude. And you're like, oh, from now on, I'm just going to tell it to reply nicely. No, but, but you, you might say, for example... Um, in a formal manner. In a formal manner or in a friendly manner. Or yeah. be, str- be professional or make it simple to understand. There's different prompts that you can put in. And the yeah. more you use it, the better you get. And if you're not happy with one of the responses it gives you, you can always prompt it again and say, be more friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Or the other way that I often use it is I will write a really half-assed response, right? So if they, they come in and say, can I view, um, really interesting property, I'd love to view it, can I view it on Tuesday at four o'clock, for example? And I just put yes, right? <laughs> so I'll put reply to this email saying yes. And then they'll go back and go, hey, Ricky, thanks ever so much for getting in touch. Really happy that you want to view our property. Of course you can come and view it at four o'clock. I look forward to meeting you there. Tight response. Uh, yeah, you might want to edit it a little bit. But what it really does well is fluffs up. Because when, when, when you're sending an email, I, I, I'm very to the point yeah. right, with my emails. So if someone messages in, I'll just answer the email. And then I have to go back and add in the... Hope you are well. Oh, so that's so you're you do your roster reply and you go, Oh, I need to reply nicely, and then you add in the nice bit. Chat GPT will do that, right? So, but if you've got a really long email, sometimes you've got a really long email, it will reply and it will mention all the points that, that, that they say, right? So, it doesn't replace a human. But what it does is it makes your job easier when yeah. you're re- responding to messages, right? So that's the first one, is uh, responding to emails, responding to messages. You can use it for that. It is amazing. Now, you actually can set, it, set up your emails. You can set up your um, Facebook messages. You, you can have it so that the AI bot just does all the responding straight away. But personally, I like to um, just use it to help me because I know what I want to say better than a, better than a bot does. Yeah. Right? So that's the first way. Second way is you can use it to write sales copy. Now, this is really useful for when you're writing, for example, um, sales copy for your service accommodation property. So when you're, when you're putting a new property onto, um, onto Booking.com and Airbnb, I always use a channel manager, and it will ask you loads of questions about the property, about the area, about what's nearby. For example, you can literally just go on and say, write a, a... So I put one up in... Let's say you put one up in Birmingham. You could say, tell me the best things to do in Birmingham that's nearby to this postcode. And it will tell you, bang, you've got this, you've got that, you've got the other. You can just copy and paste it straight in. This is the sort of stuff, this is the sort of stuff that used to take me like a day to put together a, like, yeah. a, like a good advert that you can now do in minutes. You can use it for your website, if you're a deal sourcer, or if you're, you're rent to rent or your accommodation or whatever it is, any sales copy that you've got to write, just put in your key points. This is what I want and bang, it will write it, write it out. And you can tell it, you know, write it like an expert marketer, for example. Write it nicely. Write it nicely, Yeah unbelievable for writing uh, sales copy. So that's the second one. And whatever it is, ChatGPT, sales copy, absolute game changer. Number three, write social media posts. 
This is really useful if you've got something you want to write. So let's say, for example, you take a picture. And again, it's just tweaking what you're going to say. Take a picture and sort of, you know, let's say you took one of you in New York, right? Yeah. You've just been to New York. Yeah. Took a picture of you in New York. And you could say, write an Instagram post. I'm in New York. And I want to encourage other people to become financially free like me so that... In fact, should we? Have you, have you got it on your phone? No. No, my phone's recording. Annoyingly, I'd love to show you. But I'm in New York, um, and I want I want to inspire people to become financially free. And then write, "Hey, here in New York City," give all the hashtags for it, um, and it will promote financial. It will write you an Instagram post. You know, again, you, you're going to want to tweak it. You want to change it. But for ideas, inspiration for social media, ChatGPT, absolute game changer taking these jobs that normally might take you half an hour or whatever to sit there and think about, especially if you're not very good at marketing copy, if you're not very good at writing social media posts, ChatGPT, game changer. I would give ChatGPT a 10 out of 10 for those tasks alone, for those first three. Download it, get it. It is unbelievable. Any thoughts or anything you want to add? I mean, would there be a point where if, let's say in you know, 10 years' time, everyone, ChatGPT is a new norm? Yeah. Then would it? Do you reckon it would come to a point where everyone's posts, let's say social media posts, everyone's post captions are very similar? No, because it, you have to prompt it. So with ChatGPT, it's a case if you put rubbish in, it will give you rubbish out. So let's say, let's say, a thousand people go to New York in a month. A thousand people go on ChatGPT. Can I can I say what it'd be like? Go on. Do you know how we've now got Google? Yeah. Right. So you might say when someone writes a report. Like a school, let's say we have to, we'll give someone an essay right. to write at school yeah. for exams. Yeah. Now that we've got Google and the same information's online, isn't everyone's essay going to be the exact same? Well, no. Why not? Because they're writing it in their own words, taking the information from Google. They're taking the information and, and, they're, and they're doing it their own way. ChatGPT is the same. You're still going to edit it. You're still going to change it. You're still going to prompt it differently. You're still going to... You're still going to do it differently. It's just a tool that you can use. How will this affect the exams when people do have to write essays? I think that um, in the same way, I think people will use it to help them with exams. They'll use it for points. So if you were, for example, let's say you had to write an exam on... Well, give me an example. Um, sport science. Sports. Wow, that sounds... Sorry, have you done an exam on sports? <laughs> I haven't, but it's the first thing that came to my mind. All right. So, but let's say it was, it, it was, it was an exam on, on a book, for example. You could say... <laughs> well, that's what you normally write. That's what I wrote about when I did my, pe- my essays and stuff. It was about, normally about a book, right? Or a topic. Not like sports... Sports science is like saying... Well, if you're not going to take my answer, then don't right. ask me. I'm not going to take your All answer. All right, a book. All right, let's take a book. All right, so you might which say, book? Bilo um, Rent High. Bilo Rent High. You might say summarise Bilo Rent High for me. Yeah. And it will summarise, it will give you the key point, or what are the key takeaways from Bilo Rent High? Then you, then it might say, oh, um, uh, you know, you, you find properties and you add value to them. Yeah. Then you might say, okay, so you might take that point, you might say, okay, how are you adding values? Be all right. Then you might research it. So it will help you with the structure and things like that. Right. It's not going to write the whole essay for you, although it could do. But then, yeah, it would be a bit same. You're going to want to use human input. Yep. All right. It's very interesting. Cool. Next. This is awesome. This is the next tool you have to get. So you have to get ChatGPT, number one. Um, next tool you have to get is something called Read AI. I use this all the time, right? So Read AI, basically, it jumps onto your meetings. Now, I don't know about you, 
I'm sure that you do. Do you do lots of meetings over Zoom or Google Meet? Or every day. Every day, right? So what this does, this tool, Read AI, it comes onto the meeting with you, the AI bot. <laughs> does right? it come up in the window? Uh, is it, it little, like a participant? Little tab at the top. Can you tell it, tell it AI, turn your camera on, we need to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it looks looks like uh, Terminator sitting there in the background. So, no, it, it comes onto the meeting with you, and at the end of the meeting, it sends a report to the people that were on the meeting, and it gives you a full transcript of the meeting. It gives you summary points. So here are the summary points. It also gives you action points. So let's say during the meeting, I said, I'll tell you what, uh, we were on, on the meeting, and I said, I'll call the, I'll call the client, and I'll tell them X, Y, Z. It will say action points. Russell said he was going to do this. So at the end of the meeting, sometimes our meeting is like an hour, an hour and a half long, to have a summary of the meeting and then all the key action points that everyone said during the meeting and a recording. So attached to the action point is a little recording of the bit that I've said it. Oh, wow. So you can go in and check it. So you've got the whole, rec- you've got the whole recording of the meeting, you've got the full transcript, you've got your, your summary of the meeting and your action points. Really useful as well if someone, if you, let's say I was meant to come on the meeting but it didn't come, because I'm in there, it will still send me the report. So you can get the reports, quick summary of all the different meetings that are going on in your, in your business or if you've got staff. Absolute game changer. Read AI. Unbelievable tool. Again, I'm going I'm to have to give it a 10 out of 10. Everything everything AI is a 10 out of 10. I mean, there are some brilliant tools out there, but this one, brilliant if you're doing meetings over Zoom, which I do, or actually, I actually use Google Meet, uh, and it works for both Google Meet and Zoom. Fantastic. Right, next, this is the really nitty-gritty. This is one of the best stuff now. Number five, and this is actually using... See, ChatGPT is great for business activities or writing activities. Read AI is the same. This next tool actually is going to put money in your pocket because what is the most important skill you can have as a property investor or property entrepreneur? What's the most important skill? What you've got to be able to do? Find good deals. You've got to be able to find good deals. All right, you've got to be able to find have good to deals. have to find good deals. And this AI, deal sourcer AI, actually shows you and find, finds good deals for you. It's like having a full-time for, free deal sourcer. Deal. Is it? It's not, it's not a free deal sourcer. Did I say free? No, I said free. Oh, it's it's not actually free. not free. I yeah, think it's, it's free, free for a week. Yeah, it's free for seven days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we actually, we've got free for seven days and I think it's like 15% off or 20% off. I'll put, I'll put a link in the video uh, below for all three of these uh, brilliant AI tools. Uh, but this is called Deal Sourcer. And what, the first one, right, is you've got, it's a personal VA that works 24-7 for you. So it's built its own VA. It's like a little AI bot. And what it does is it goes across the internet looking for deals for you. So you set the parameters of what you want. This is the type of deal I want. This is where it is. This is how much I want to spend. This is what the ROI I want to make. Whatever it is that you want, you tell it. And it goes away around across the internet, scrolling right, move, and all these sites, looking for the exact deal that you have asked it to find. And when it finds it, it sends it to you. How amazing is that? It's your very own bespoke deal sourcer. Bespoke deal sourcers looking for deals for you while you're sleeping in the background while you're asleep. It's crazy, unbelievable. Even oh. on Christmas Day, it, mate. Even on Christmas, even New Year's Day, <laughs> every day, right? It's incredible, right? Absolutely incredible. Next thing that it can do is it can find you properties that are in negative equity. 
So do you want to explain very quickly, Rick, what negative equity is? Because at the moment, if, if before this tool, if I wanted to find a deal in, prop, in, in negative equity, what I'd have to do is I'd have to go and look at houses on right move that were for sale. I'd have to go and look at the sold history and check to see what they sold yeah. for and if they sold for less than what they are It's a long process. More. It's a long, laborious process. This does it in seconds. Yeah. So literally, you just go on, type in an area. So let's say you wanted to look for neg negative equity in Liverpool. You just put Liverpool, it'll give you a list of all the properties that are on for sale right now that are in negative equity. So do you want to explain what negative equity means? So negative equity is when the mortgage or the debt on the house is larger than the value of the house. So it could be that you bought the house 10 years ago with a mortgage and you have an outstanding mortgage of 100 grand, but since you bought it, there's been a crash, the house has gone down in value, and now the house is only worth 75 grand, which means the debt is higher than the value of the house, which means you'll struggle to sell it. Because in order for landlords and negative equity to sell their houses to pay their mortgage back, in that scenario, they'd need to sell it for 100 grand so they can pay the mortgage company back the 100 grand that's outstanding. But it's not worth 100 grand, it's worth 75. Yeah, so in essence, they bought it and it's gone down in value and yeah. now they're trying to sell it and they're yeah. trying to sell it for less than what they and, it, and like you said, if you want to find that on right move, long process. Literally, I, I used to have a full-time member of staff just do that. Who just to do that. That's all I used to because do. Because you have, you have to go through every single property, look at the sale history, compare the two numbers and... Not every single house that you look at is going to be a negative, negative equity. No. So it's a long process. So why is it so good as a property entrepreneur, property yep. investor, to find properties that are in negative equity? Well, because the negative equity properties are the best leads and opportunities to do a lease option agreement. Because the, the property's on the market, the landlord wants to sell it, but they can't. So they want it off their hands, they want to sell it. So if you offer a lease option, which is where you rent it, it's basically rent to buy. Um, so you could turn around and say, look, you bought it for 200 grand. Yeah. You're trying to sell it now for 180. Yeah. I will give you the 200 grand for it. Yeah. In 10 years. Yeah. Or five years. And as long as they don't need the money now or they can't access the equity, it's a win-win. It's a win for the landlord because what, what do they want to do? They want to sell it get the property off their hands. I don't want anything to do with it anymore. So you'll come along and taking it off their hands. In fact, it's so much, even, it gets even better for the landlord. Because if they, let's say it's on the market for 100 grand, right? But it's worth 75. Then you say to the landlord, I'll buy it for what you want, which is 100 grand. But I'll buy it off you in five years time. Not only are they going to get what they want, but they're also going to get more. Because you're going to be paying them a monthly lease. So let's say you pay a thousand pounds a month for seven years I'm not good at maths but they'll be making thousands and thousands of pounds more if they did it that way because the thousand pounds a month for seven years would add up you add that onto the 100 grand that you're going to give them when you go to buy it they make more money yeah they make a lot more money uh, and, and from your point of view you're taking the gamble but not much for gamble because it's a lease option agreement yeah but you're you're banking i suppose on the property going up in value yeah which means that in the seven years eight years ten years five years whatever it is yep. you've agreed you've got a very good chance of getting an absolute banger of yep. a deal where you're buying a property for now 200 grand that's now worth 300 but grand. also you've got control of it so you can rent it out pay the landlord their rent you've got your overheads and expenses and then hopefully if you do it correctly you'll be left with a good healthy profit so you're going to cash flow nicely now and then get a banger of a deal in it's, it's a win-win Brilliant deal for everybody.
Right, next, um, you can find motivated sellers. Yeah, this was sick, this was. Go on. When I was showing this, Samuel um, showed me this, because I didn't believe him. He was like, you can find motivated sellers, you can do this. He saw me on Right Move. Um, I was at one of, our, one of our courses, I was on Right Move, and he was like, what are you doing, bro? And I was like, I'm looking for, looking for deals. And he's like, no, 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 let me show you this. He goes, you can search this. And at the click of a button, the click of a button, at the top, it says motivated sellers. You click motivated sellers, and it comes up with all of the properties that have in the description, motivated seller, needs a quick sale. You, there's also other options you've got as well. You can search just for, uh, you can search below market value deals, properties that are listed below market value. You can also search from, you know, the highest return on investment. You can search for properties that need a refurb. You can do it all at the click of a button. Now, you can do this on Rightmove, but it's, a little, it's, it's more longer because on Rightmove, what you have to do is you type in keywords. So let's say you want to find refurb opportunities on Rightmove. What you'll do is you'll search in the keyword box. You'll put, you know, modernization. Then all of the ones that have modernization in the description will come up. Cool. But with DealSource, when you click refurb opportunities, it will come up with all of the deals that potentially need a refurb, not just ones that say modernization in the description. They come up with all of them. Yeah, because it, I think it monitors, it looks at the images. Yeah. And the bots can work out from the images whether or not it needs a yeah. refurb. Yeah. Great. So now you're opening your pool of leads up massively compared to just searching the one individual word. Yeah. Um, um, unbelievable. All right. Next is it can calculate the return on investment for you. Very handy. Right, so literally, right, all you do is you copy and paste a Rightmove link into it. Yeah. And it tells you the return on investment on that deal. Yeah. Now, obviously, it's going to be working out things like how much money you're going to be putting in, and it's going to be using averages. You can then go on and you can edit it. So you can edit the mortgage rate, for example. You yeah. can edit the refurb. It's going to guess the refurb. It's going to use the, the calculator and everything to do that. But what a brilliant way of, number one, giving you a rough idea straight away. And then, and then you can just go through and change it rather than having to work everything out from scratch. Yeah. Bang. Just put a right move link in. Here's the ROI. Well, we, we, it's so useful as well. If you're, not even if you're just buying for yourself, but if you're a deal sourcer. If you're a deal sourcer, you can take all of the information that this gives you, download it onto a spreadsheet, and then you've got your information ready for the investor. And now, of course, you need to back it up with evidence. You know, you need to do your due diligence and, and back it up. But it makes it easier to package the deal for the investor with the information. You have to, oh, it goes back to the essay thing. Spend a day getting a deal ready to send out to an investor to give them the information. Spend a day putting it all together or use deal sourcer to extract the information. Use AI to back up the evidence, uh, back up what you've put with deal sourcer with the evidence that you put into it. There's your package deal. Yeah, it's, it is it is crazy, absolutely crazy. All right, next, number nine, number nine. You can use it to quote a refurb. Now, I was skeptical of this, so I was like, how does this actually work? So what you do is you go on, you put in your, uh, what you're buying the property for, so the, 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 the asking price or whatever it is you've agreed. You put the postcode and you put the, uh, the size of the property, although, you can actually use it to find. You can use the same software to find the size yeah. for you as well, which is crazy. But you, you put the size of the property, and you put what type of refurb. So I think it's like literally new build, like knock it down, start again yeah. type thing. You got heavy refurb, which is like a back to brick type refurb, uh, an average refurb, and a, a light refurb. So they're, they're your different refurb levels. Now this is like a proper refurb. This isn't just like 
a lick of paint. Yeah. As if it's a BRR, it needs a reverb. You, you put that information in, and what it does, you know when like a quantity surveyor, for example, um, prices up, a, 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 if you've got a job and you're like, right, how much will this cost? And they, they, they price it up. How they price it up is they go and they've got like data which is of similar jobs. So you might have like, these are all the different types of jobs that need doing, and they'll go and look at it, and they'll look in the area, because obviously it depends on the area, yeah. and they'll see, right, in Warsaw, for example, uh, there were other people that had, did that exact work. This was the average price per square metre for that job, and they, and they calculate it like that. This AI tool does the same thing. So it's got all that data from all the quantities of areas, and it's got built into it, so it know, you know your area, it knows the square metre, it knows which house it is, and it knows the type of level of refurbs. It's taking all those averages, and it just calculates it for you within two seconds. I've just had a really random thought. That sounds like you. <laughs> Planes use AI to fly. Right. Is that right? Well, I know the... the, 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 the so, or, yeah, basically, yeah, similar. Because the pilot pretty much just takes off and lands it, right? <laughs> the pilot just sits there and does nothing. Most of the journey, yeah. So how has this only just come in, like, to life now? We've had planes for years. But I said that to you at the beginning. AI has been around for years. Look at, look at Facebook. Look how much Facebook knows about you. Do you think it's, like, loads of people just writing it all down? It's crazy. What's happened is it's just become available to, in the last, you know, couple of years, it's just become available to normal people. And it's beginning, and now that the soft, the, the, the technology is there, more people are jumping on, adapting it, and doing stuff like this, making it available to uh, for property investors. Here's the uh, the final one, number ten. So we've got quote refurb, we've got the ROI. This one's massive as well. It can give you a property valuation, so you can put any property in. You can just search the address. You go on, just search the address, and it will give you a valuation of the property. But not only does it give you a valuation, normally gives you a bit of an estimate, you can all, it will also give you some comparable properties. You can go on, so put them onto a spreadsheet, so you can go on, you can look at them yourself, so then you can work it out for yourself to sense check it as well. Because it might be when you look at the comparables, you're like, we're not going to use that one, we're not going to use that one. But, I mean, normally, if, I, if I'm doing a evaluation myself, you're looking at at least half an hour of work yeah. to go on, find the comparables, go through this, click of a button, List of comparables on a spreadsheet. You can just go through and just sense check it. Check yep. out the, the ones that aren't. It's turned it from a, well, one second to give a rough estimate, but probably like a five-minute job to do as good of a job as it would have took me to half an hour before. Yeah. So this is where AI is amazing. It's brilliant at doing it just itself, but if it can show you the data and how it got there, you can sense check it and go on and check. So for property valuations... All the information on a property, you just put the property in. It's like, this is how big it is. This is the, uh, the EPC. This is the floor plan. Here are photographs when it used to be on the market. Here's this, here's that. All the information that's available online, bang, put together into a nice little package for you. Gives you all the information on the property, a full breakdown of the information of the property, an estimated valuation, and the comparables that you can use as well. Um, which I think is an unbelievable tool. So they are the top 10 ways that property investors, property entrepreneurs like yourself should be using AI. You need to download these three apps immediately. You need to get them on your phone, get them on your computers, chat GPT, read AI, and deal sourcer. I am going to put links uh, below. Make sure you go on and download them. Make sure you use them. But also, 
I'm sure there's ways that you guys are using AI that we're not aware of. No. Or we don't know. Comment below. Let us know. How else should you be using AI as a property investor? Because this is the time. Do you know like when... Um, when the internet first came on, all these big companies jumped onto the, onto yeah. the bandwagon. Right now, it's time for you to jump onto the AI bandwagon. Now is the time to be an early adapter. Now is the time to start using it because it's, it's only going to get better and better and better. I've been Russell Leeds. I'm Ricky Mandel. See you next week.